SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Beck. Good morning, South Australia. Uh, Beck, you look, um, no, don't mean anything, you look a little tired. What have you been doing? Oh, darling, I've just come straight from a movie set my Lord. on Hindley Street. I've just rolled out of my trailer. Were you shooting morning. till midnight last night, Ben? Yeah. Tell us exactly what you was happening. You got me recruited, oh, scout, talent scouted, if you will, for this movie, Emotion is Dead, that's being shot in South Australia. You've already got a bit part, well, and I've got FOMO, and you got me a part. So last night, you played a bridesmaid and you were on the source, you were walking down Hindley Street and running around with your Euros and some great. bloke knocked you over and he spilt your lettuce everywhere. It was so much fun and can I tell you that I had really high heels that were making me stumble mm. and yeah, stumbling down Hindley Street um, pretending to be drunk with the Euros was not too much of a stretch for me. <laughs> the movie is called Emotion is Dead, it will be out, it's almost finished, that was yeah. one of the last yeah, scenes that needs to be filmed. Scene. Great South Australian filmmaker Pete Williams is doing it. It celebrates the best of South Australia. Mm. And it's going to be out and about probably within the next couple of months. Um, And maybe Cannes Film Festival, Sundance Film Festival. Um, Beck, you are in it. How exciting. With Bronnie and Shannon, mm-hmm. two of our listeners who rang up to audition, they yep. also got a part, and the three of us had the best time last night. So essentially, one was the bride, two of you no, were bridesmaids. No, we were three bridesmaids. Our right. bride had gone home. Oh, staggering down so Highway Street. We're the, we've got sashes that say bridesmaid. We're whole, clutching our Euroses or right. Uri. I don't know what the plural is. What, what is a plural Euros? <laughs> no, we went with Euroses because that um, was in the script. How exciting was it? It was pretty It was pretty really fun. Yeah, it was great. I've got the acting bug, <laughs> so I might not be with you for much longer. I've got myself an agent. <laughs> well, we've got some uh, exclusive audio of your wonderful work. We've got to be careful what time we play it because, of course, you were on Hindley Street staggering around mm. that time yes, of night. say the D-head word. Pretty loose, but some great method acting. It was. I, I was very much in character. I love the fact that you didn't have to too deep, dig too, too deep, deep to <laughs> find the role that you needed to play. I've never been sober on Hindley. Can you just give us, what's the time now? It's 6.03, we can do this. Kids aren't in the cars oh. yet. Just Give us a little sample of your line. So um, the main line, which was delivered um, by Shannon, is, Hey, moron, you owe us three Eurosses. Mm. And I go, Oi, I'm talking to you. And I channel some real Port Adelaide at the footy bogan. Right, but you had a bit more, I'm talking to you. Well, no, the other, someone else said the D head word. I didn't swear. Right. Because I have a wholesome reputation to uphold. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I've got so much to tell you. Something else happened that made me feel quite good about myself. Stand by. We'll find an appropriate time to do that. (laughs) Our movie star, Rebecca Moores, and we're all over the Grammys as well. Don't make eye contact with me today, guys. (laughs) SAFM's Beck and Soda. Married at First Sight, it's always the biggest show on telly and uh, a couple that I have been very interested in and we have been interested on the show is Bronte and Harrison, one of the first couples to tie the knot and we've got Harrison on the line. Good morning, mate. Good morning. How are you? We're going well, Harrison. Uh, mate, the first thing we just need to check on, geez, uh, you made some news. You were getting around, I think, on that first episode and you squirted yourself around about 24 times with your aftershave, mate. Um, we're just trying to work out what, what was going on there. I don't know. I, I think I just blacked out halfway through. <laughs> Have a listen to this, mate. This is a, a lady called Sam. She's our perfume expert from Vast Virgin in Sepulsfield. I don't know what he was spraying, but if he needs to spray that much, there's some serious issues. So either it's a really bad quality product that he's using, mm-hmm. or maybe he just needs a shower. Now, Harrison, <laughs> we've got to work out what, what was the actual product you were, you were giving yourself a little shower. You're, you're telling me a perfume expert doesn't know who Carolina Herrera is and doesn't know that the name of that 
perfume is bad boy. Oh, is that what it is? Harrison. I'll be honest. I'd, I'd, got, I'd find a new perfume expert, guys. Well, <laughs> I don't think she would have known because um, we didn't get her to see it, but I'm just trying to work out, mate, the, the 24 sprays. Um, how come you were going so excessive? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest. I think they added more spray sound into the scene. Oh. I don't actually think I sprayed that much. Oh. Um, not saying it wasn't excessive, but mm. you've got to remember, it was 8 a.m. in the morning, and it had to last me all day, all night. And I was just like, look, I'm going to bathe in it now, but it'll be, it'll smell nice later. For my bride. That was my, that was my intention. All uh, right. I, be honest, I, didn't get any, I didn't get any bad feedback about how it smelled on the wedding day. So, look, it worked. <laughs> well, well, that's important. You do uh, want to smell well. So the aftershave, Harrison, is called Bad Boy. And you're actually uh, getting a bit of a reputation as a bad boy in the show because it's emerged that you were sort of doing quite well outside before you joined the experiment. Do you, are you a bad boy? Um, look, the shoe fits, so I'm going to wear it. But um, the thing is, I don't think, I don't think dating around or, or um, being successful with women negates me from having gone into the experiment. Like Melinda's got a great point, And that is that the experiment is for people who are, who are essentially struggling to find someone or, or not finding what they were looking for in the, in the outside world, right? Mm. So Melinda chose not to date. I chose to date. And neither of us found what we were looking for. So we both deserved to be there. It's just that we'd taken different paths in life. And I said, essentially, that's what I was trying to say at the dinner party last night was, listen, you know, you, you're, you've chosen to do one thing. I've chosen to do another. We both haven't found what we're looking for. That's why we're here. So let's, look, let's put it behind us. Let's move on. Any chance you found what you're looking for in there, mate? Uh, mate, you'd, you'd have to wait and see. Yeah. You have to wait and see. There is a good chance that I found what I was looking for, but I can't. I can't give it away. Harrison, is what you're looking for Instagram fame? No, no, I'm a chippy. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone back to building houses. It's not. Um, I'm definitely not uh, trying to be an influencer. <laughs> All right, Harrison. Well, we look forward to watching you and Bronte, and uh, I'm going to go and find Carolina Herrera, bad boy at uh, Priceline, and have get a bit it of a spray. Get a friend or a significant other. It's a, it's a great smell. Get a real feel for what you smell like, Harrison. So, <laughs> <laughs> is it musky? What's it smell like? I've got to be honest. What I smelled like during the experiment was usually a mix of anxiety and bad boy. <laughs> uh, all right, Harrison. Thanks for being so honest with us. Uh, it's Married Don't at worry. First Sight, 7.30 tonight on Channel 9 and 9 now. Thanks, Harrison. Pleasure. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, one of the most frustrating things, I think, in the world is playing golf. Have you ever smacked no. the ball around? No. No interest? No. I, well, the problem is when you get to my age, it's hard to develop new skills. So when people say, do you want to ha have a round of golf? I'm like, well, I'm not going to be the idiot that holds everyone up. And I actually resent the fact that it's a men's networking sport. Well, and I do on. find out that I feel, I feel like I miss out on opportunities because I can't play golf. Tell that to Minji Lee. Yeah, I know. Well, she obviously started early. Yes, but it's not a men's networking sport. It is. It's a recreation where you get out and you can smell the grass and you can walk <laughs> around with your friends and have some real fun. What do you mean a men's networking smell sport? The grass or go down to Henley Square and have a coffee. Anyway, it's tell, a me, beach, mate. tell me That's about, sand. You'd tell smell me about the sand your boys' water. club. So yesterday, I'll just say congratulations to everyone involved in the Liquor Industry Golf Club. They raised more than $80,000 for children's charities, a range of children's charities, which is brilliant. They do it every year. But yesterday, uh, I went down and um, had lunch because we've got some friends that run it and we said we'll go down there and help there was in fact someone actually bought an auction item which is to come and sit in our studio oh, with us great. to uh enjoy 
SAFM and really watch how things work. Good luck. Oh, they yeah. actually paid money for that. I'm glad they weren't in here this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly when we were playing that breaking anyway, tunes. Yep. So anyway, um, more than $80,000. Brilliant. But I was very excited because a, a good mate of mine, a man called Craig Watts. Now, Craig Watts in the 90s was one of the best baseballers we produced in South oh. Australia. He actually went and played for the LA Dodgers for a couple of years. Mm. Big hitter. He's a massive, massive Good week unit. for baseball here in South Australia. We broke a big drought. And that's why he was on top of the world. Because the Adelaide Giants, if you weren't aware, they've won the Australian Baseball League. First time in 43 years, South Australia has brought the Claxton Shield Gosh, back okay. here, right? I wasn't even alive the last time they won it. <laughs> <laughs> mm, not so sure nuts. about that. I think you presented the last one, actually. <laughs> you, you were drinking with the team when they won the last one. I was on third base. In 1980. <laughs> anyway, so yesterday, Big Wattsy is on top of the world because he's still aligned to the Adelaide Giants. Playing golf, a little frustrated, uh, Wattsy has thrown his putter up in the air and it's got stuck in a tree. <laughs> this is a true story. Anyway, so Wattsy's sitting there going, well, I can't continue my round without my putter. So then a bloke and his team threw his club up to try and get Wattsy's down. Guess what happened? His putter got stuck up in the tree as well. So there's two in the tree. Then another bloke goes, oh, no. I've got this. I'll throw my club up. Three in the tree. Mm-hmm. Then Watsy's falls down. <laughs> so he gets his club back. There's two more clubs in the tree. Then they had to send one of the apprentice greenkeepers to climb up the tree to try and get them down. And he couldn't. So there were still two golf clubs in the tree at Grange on the third hole. So if there is anyone listening that's going down to play golf today, just be careful and look above because a couple of clubs that could fall down at any time. And you call that a sport? (laughs) That is an actual sport. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Uh, Rebecca Morse, we live in a beautiful state and I love people celebrating South Australia. There is a filmmaker in this town. His name is Pete Williams. Very creative. He spent the past decade and a half living overseas making movies. Mm. He's making a film called Emotion is Dead. Now, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. It's a bit of a gritty cross between Snowtown Mm. and Bad Boy Bubby. Yeah, I think it's dark. If you're listening in, (laughs) you remember either of those films or both of them, you know, there's a bit going on there, which is quite interesting. This film is being done all around South Australia. It includes great South Australian icons like the Farmers Union, Ice Coffee, West End Beers, uh, even the Rocking Horse. Oh. Is that up at Gummerekaway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in it. Farmers Union iced coffee. It's all in there. It's brilliant. Now, it should be out within the next couple of months. It's nearly finished. I was fortunate enough, Beck, to film a scene uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were sitting on a boat till 2.30 a.m. Mm. on a Tuesday morning at Outer Harbour. And we were, well, we were gangsters. <laughs> You're not a gangster. Have a listen to this line. Three, two, one, action. Not much of that around here anymore. You're terrible acting. Anyway, then we decided that we should use your connection with the film to get a couple of our listeners involved. Absolutely. So we did an audition process. We had two winners, Bronnie and Shannon. Then I got FOMO when I heard they were cast and you were cast. And I was like, any danger of me getting a role? Rebecca Morse is now starring in Emotion is Dead. She is a bridesmaid along with Bronnie and also Shannon. So last night, last night we you were filming on Hindley Street. down Hindley. We were uh, in front of Mr. Kim's opposite like a shisha bar. So we had a bit of a crowd. We're opposite the crazy horse as well. Oh, right. Uh, dressed in uh, pink sashes, feather boa, cowboy hats. High heels. 
high heels. Now, did you have to method act and be a little emotional and tired? We had to pretend we were stumbling. We were carrying Euroses. And then right. the, the main character um, was being pursued in a foot chase. Mm-hmm. And we got caught up in the chase. Right. And here's a bit of the drama. My line is the second one. Okay. Three, two, one, action. Hey, moron. You owe us some Euroses. Please, we're talking to you. We're talking to you. I just channeled me after a couple of beers at a Port Adelaide game and I was in character. Can you give us your line again? How did you do it? Oi, we're talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fantastic. So this film will be out probably by next month. These final scenes will be cut. And then Pete pitches it around. So it could be at the Cannes Film Festival or Sundance Film Festival. could be my big break. Go around Australia. Okay, but as we're standing on Hunley mm. Street, short skirts, high heels, this guy crosses the road, comes up to me and says, um, what are you doing after? Because I think he thinks I'm a bit of a movie star. He goes, can I take what? you for a drink? And I said, no. I said, I'm married with three children. He goes, I'm from Sydney. No one has to know. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. The Grammys yesterday, it was Beyonce's Mm. night. She became the most awarded artist in history, picking up a couple of Grammys yesterday uh, and taking her to 32. Funny thing is, she was late. So uh, she wasn't there to accept uh, uh, best R&B song for Cuff It. Um, mm-hmm. She was stuck in traffic. Can you, Wait, ever, what? Can she you imagine? Like, I just remember back in the day when I got to go to the Logies, it was like the biggest event on my calendar and I would have been there like two hours early. I can't imagine being so big that you're late for something. How rubbish are the Logies? I love them. <laughs> they, I went once and it was so bad no. that during the first break, I went out to sit at the bar to chat to someone and they have those seat fillers come and sit in yeah. and I never went back in. Oh. I've never seen a bigger bunch of wankers in one room in right. my entire okay, life. Okay, well, I was one of those said wankers and it was <laughs> the highlight Seriously. of my life. <laughs> my God. Okay, so uh, let's take a listen to Beyonce's speech. I'd like to thank my parents, my father, my mother for loving me and pushing me. I'd like to thank my beautiful husband, my beautiful three children who are at home watching. I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and for inventing this genre. God bless you. Thank you so much to the Grammys. Congratulations, Queen Bee. Brilliant. I've got to say, we just heard Harry Styles before. Um, I'll tell you, there's not many blokes that can rock a sort of sequin jumpsuit mm. with tattoos. He, he actually looked like one of the Swiss guards from Vatican City. <laughs> He's it's wearing fantastic. a sort of a patchwork sequined onesie, but it's got a real deep scoop, a real deep scoop mm. at the front where you can see all his tats and... Um, I, and he's got white pointy boots and somehow it just works. And covered in tattoos. He actually looks masculine, which is astounding given what he's wearing. Mm. Um, he won Album of the Year for mm. Harry's House. We just uh, heard him perform that. Uh, now, there's not the Grammys without controversy. And this year it was Sam Smith, South Australia's very own friend, Sam Smith, <laughs> who performed. Jeez, that's, that's a stretch because he came here and performed at the Cube. South Australia's own? Mm-hmm. Yes, we're claiming them. Um, played Unholy with Kim Patras. Such a good song. Okay, but he's dressed as 
the devil, basically. He's got a right. red top hat with red horns, red gloves and a cane. And uh, now he's being um, caned for um, promoting the devil and Satanism. Oh, I'm sorry, on. I have dressed up as the devil for Halloween and I um, I don't worship Satan. <laughs> Sam Smith looks fantastic. <laughs> and I looked very cute. <laughs> They look sensational. They, they look I've got to say, that's a great outfit. Oh, people just need to be offended by something. Mm. Right. They are embracing themselves in a beautiful way at the moment, and people just can't handle the beauty of it. Okay. Mm. So I'm Team Sam okay. and Team Harry. Right. Very strongly. We'll discuss this at church on Sunday morning. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Is it right? Is it wrong? Okay, right or wrong to ask for the engagement ring back, 13, mm, 10, 16, Jesus. what do we think? Shouldn't even have to ask. Just I give the bloody thing it. back. I wouldn't want it. What? I mean, I might want to, like, cash it, take it to cashies. I bet you would. <laughs> Probably you would. would be taking it to cashies. Right, now this can be a very contentious issue. We're talking about NBA star Aussie Ben Simmons. Uh, he gave a million-dollar ring to Maya Jama, or that's her name, something like that, and mm. it's all over. She wants to keep the ring. She's yeah. got lawyers involved. He's going, give it back, Maya. Well, our very own Sean Craig Murphy, and you can hear his beautiful golden voice during the day here on SAFM. He joins us now. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Soto. Morning, Beck. All right, mate. You need to tell us. We were having a chat the other day uh, here at the office, and you told us this story, and we've gone, my Lord, we need to talk about this. Okay, what was your situation? Oh, look, my situation was it was easy getting the ring back. I had no qualms asking for it back. Um, she was in the wrong, and I think that's the philosophy. Of, if you get wrongs, it's it's rights all the way. Um, can, can we, like, third-party wrong while you're engaged? Yeah, yeah. She, look, she, she had a little too much love for just one person. That's probably the best way of putting it. <laughs> okay, so you got the ring back. Geez, you dodged a bullet there, mate. Thank God that didn't go through. <laughs> then... There's a there's a twist. What happened when you got the ring back? Well, look, I thought it was incredibly crafty. I got the ring back. Very yeah. happy about that. The next person I proposed to, I said, how about this ring? How about this little minuscule puny ring? Oh, no. And I, to- I even told her. I even told her that um, it was a ring that I used previously. No. Sure. Oh, no. What, what, see, <laughs> I'm all for honesty, see, but that's stupidity. <laughs> Well, she was pretty crafty as well. What she said is, she said, I'll tell you what, I'll accept that ring, but that ring has to be part of a lot of other rings, a lot of other diamonds oh. that go into it. So oh. so my puny my puny little diamond, which was the size of Tasmania, and she got basically diamonds the size of Australia to surround it. So she won, I lost. Okay, my- and how did that marriage end? Yeah, not well. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, oh the, so it's bad juju with oh, the ring. Yeah. Oh, Sean, that is horrible juju that you're recycling the ring in the first place, but I can't believe you've actually told her. Yeah, well, it was a good story. It was a good war story <laughs> until I decided to actually get engaged. <laughs> right, oh, mate. Well, thank you very thank much. You. Sure. Oh, can I ask, um, did you get that one back again? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Craig Murphy, you'll catch him on SAFM. During the day. Uh, right, there you go. Right, Beck, 13, 10, 60. What do you think? Is Beck? it right or wrong to ask for the engagement ring back? Mm, I feel like it belongs to both of you and you probably just sell it and split the cost. I think you should just give it back. You just shouldn't even it have it asked for it back. It should be given back. Now, this is talking about if the engagement gets called off. What yeah. about you start opening Pandora's box and we start talking about once you're married? Should yeah. you give it back if you be at divorce? I'd like to open a Tiffany's box. Is it right? Is it wrong? 
to ask for the engagement ring back if things go south. Wow, this is uh, quite contentious. 131060, right? Is it right to ask for it? Um, what about this? Cherie has written on Facebook. She's saying it's right. After two years, she went to a family funeral and found out at the funeral that the guy she was engaged to was actually her second cousin. Ooh. She didn't know until they actually went to the funeral and his mum asked for the ring back. So it was obviously all over once they found out they were second cousins. Ooh. All right, let's go to the phones. Lucy from Paraka, right or wrong to give the ring back if the relationship ends? Wrong, 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 wrong. Okay. Totally wrong, 100%. So you get to hold on to it, you reckon? Yes, I do. What happened? It's a gift. Okay. It's a gift. Uh, my ex, he, got, he asked me if he could get a loan out in my name. Mm-hmm. Um, said he needed it for some work stuff, and so I did it, and then he proposed. <gasps> and then he didn't pay the, pay the loan. And then he asked, had the audacity to ask for my ring back. Right, hang on. So you actually paid for your own ring on the loan? Yep. And In then the end, yep. And he still wanted it back? Yep, yep. <laughs> when we split, he had the audacity because he's like, you're just going to sell it for money. And, and I'm like, well, yes. Because it's my it. money. Absolutely. Yep. Lucy, you obviously didn't get to get married. You didn't ask for it after the marriage. It was actually mm, broke down no. before? Yes, it did. Right. Good on you. Um, I've kept the ring yeah. and I'm giving, I'm giving it to my out like him and I have a daughter together, so it's going to be given to her for her twenty first. Good on you, Luce. Well done. Rightio, Samantha from Golden Grove, right or wrong to ask for the ring back? I a hundred percent have to say it is right. Because mm-hmm. why would you want to hold on to it? Mm-hmm. Like you want to get rid of that part of your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened with you? So I broke it off with my ex. Mm-hmm. Um he pretty much demanded the ring back. We went for a little drive and sold it at Cash Converters for 100 bucks. For how much? $100. Oh, oh my. Oh. Wow. Did you, uh, did you go 50-50? <laughs> yes, he was nice enough to do that. Okay. Oh, jeez. Wow. Hey, rightio. 13, 10, 60, sold it for 100 bucks. Let's, um, I hope it wasn't a cubic zirconia and he ripped her off with a tight ring. Mm. Secrets. <laughs> you know, that secret. Oh, yeah, yeah. the ad. Mm. Um, give us a call, 131060, right um, or I've wrong? got a friend who's a family lawyer. She's yes. been one for decades and she's never had one of her clients agree to give the ring back. Really? They all wow. hold on to it. <laughs> right on. Well, she's let us know. Lawyer. We've had Kylie from Marnie's Lawyers uh, call up and she said, right, this is the legal scenario. If the couple is a de facto, mm. they're engaged and so, you know, essentially a very serious relationship. Yeah. If the split takes place, then the property is equal. So essentially yeah. it's a 50 50 goes. part of the division. Like you take the coffee into, table, I take the ring. Yep. Right. And you'd need to agree on that. If it's a bit of a quickie engagement, mm. right? One of those sort of Vegas style type scenarios. Like love at also. first sight, will you Absolutely. marry me at a falafel right. shop? And you don't live together, you're not de facto, it's a conditional gift. The condition, of course, is that you're going to get married. If you don't get married, then the ring should be returned to the person who paid for it. Oh, okay. So now you've got to then determine whether you're de facto or not. Oh, man. And then obviously if you're married and then you're split and you ask for the ring back, well, that's 50-50 part of the whole pool of everything you own, right? So that's legally where things stand. That's Judge Judy. No worries. Uh, What about this one? Hannah said, I think it is wrong. My mum kept my engagement ring when he cheated on me because mum wanted it to reimburse her for the cost of the engagement party. <laughs> That's well great. Done, okay, Rebecca in Plimpton, right or wrong to ask for the engagement ring back when you split up? 
I think it's right to ask for the ring back. Right. Have you been engaged and split up, Beck? What's your story? Yes. So despite telling my boyfriend at the time not to propose to me at my birthday, he did. Well, you must have just Um, been irresistible, Beck. (laughs) I just think I had a gut feeling. Can I ask you, did he Um, put you on the spot in front of all your family and friends at your birthday? No, it was just before everyone arrived. So, yes, made for an interesting party. (laughs) Right. What would you say? Uh, I said no at the time. Mm. And so we took the ring back together to the shop, got a refund. and exchanged it for an iPod. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So any engagement taking place at any point here? Uh, No. Right. Mm. Okay. (laughs) You traded it for an iPod. Right. Um, Are you still together? No, we are not. Can I ask, who got to keep the iPod? I did. <laughs> was it a nano? <laughs> it, was the orig- it was the original, the original big brick one. So. Rightio, there you go. Um, <laughs> is it right or wrong to ask for the iPod back? <laughs> uh, we've got a poll, Beck. Now, the results are quite remarkable mm. here. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, 64% of respondents say it's right to ask for it back. Right. Ooh. Well, I think what you should be doing is handing it back. Mm. If you've split, and you've got the ring, you should be handing it back. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. This is Breaking Tunes. It's the Breaking Tunes Grammy edition, which should uh, help our players with a little bit of a clue there. Mm. Um, Soda, do you want to bring our player? Uh, you, you wouldn't believe this. <laughs> but uh, we've got Jennifer from Brighton. Good morning, Jen. How are you? I am very good. Just waking up. Brain cells might be still asleep, but that's okay. You'll be right. You'll be sharp, Jen. This will get you going for the day, okay? Yes, thank you. Hold on tight. Hang on, another... Oh, Renee from (laughs) Andrew's Farm is here. Renee, g'day. How are you going? Morning. How are you? Good. Now, Renee, I I know that I'm sitting there going, what is going on? How can Renee have already called? But uh, our producer told us you called early because you're so keen to play Breaking Tunes. So you're ready to go? So keen. I've already had a coffee. I'm in for a shot. Although Jen's probably still going to win. No. (laughs) Renee, I think that your uh, coffee beans are working through magnificently. You're on top of the world. All right, let's go. Uh, Rebecca Morse is Mm. going to put on a voice that uh, she did her best work Mm. as a newsreader with. Uh, Namesy Buzzers, the theme is Grammys. Good luck. This just in. Because if you like it, then you should put a ring on it. <laughs> Renee. Oh, Renee, come on. What do we got here? Beyonce, single lady. Yes. Yes. Beyonce winning her 32nd Grammy, becoming mm. the most awarded artist in Grammy history. World record. Oh, congratulations, Queen. lady. Queen. Right, okay, right. Uh, Renee won. Jennifer, you're on Zip Gen. We need you to get this to stay in the game, okay, Jen? Yep, uh, definitely. It's uh, on. Like, it's on. Go easy on me, baby. I was still a child. Renee? Yeah. Oh, it's the new Adele song. What is it, Renee? Adele. Go easy. Oh my god, I can't remember. Oh, it's easy. Give it to her. Give it to her. Yeah, sure. Well done, Renee. Adele taking out best pop solo performance. Oh, Renee, congratulations. Uh, geez, you're up and about. No coffee. doubt about that. No wonder. Yeah, it's the coffee and the early calls. You're still going. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.